Yeah, I was trying to sneak it under. I knew, I, I was worried about Chris as the wild card the entire time, but uh, there it is. Yep. It just actually does yep. show at the end of the day. Uh, by the way, happy birthday, buddy. Thank you. Um, it does show that there's certain people who are true friends of yours. Chris Morales is at a different <laughs> level than I claim to be. No, Chris is like birth. He's like a birthday savant. He knows birthdays. He knows what's going on in the universe. Does he? he pays attention. Does he know birthdays? Well, not everybody's, yeah. obviously, <laughs> but uh, most yeah. of our birthdays he's aware of. I, I, I knew it wasn't going to get through because there is a, uh, a very nice woman on Twitter who uh, has listened to me on the radio for a long time who's like a, a b- birthday guru, and she was going to send it out as well. So it was, it was just a matter of time before I got outed. Um, okay, first off, here's what we'll do. First hour or so, we'll just spend time uh, taking birthday calls. Perfect. Uh, birthday wishes I, you have for Travis like Rogers, <laughs> as much attention towards Look. Travis Rogers. You know what would be cool? You know what I – God dang it. Hmm. You know would be cool if we had, like, your whole – during the whole show today, you had a balloon tied to your wrist. <laughs> Like one of those Mylar ones from the grocery store? Just one of those, good. like yeah. the whole show, like it's kind it's of in the way. It's my special day. <laughs> we occasionally yeah. hear it over the mic too, That's but it. like it's That's just right. like in the background. Yeah, always, yeah. always. Um, okay, so like I said, we'll take calls uh, all day on Travis's <laughs> yeah, birthday. Like, I very much look okay, forward to that. Any big plans today? Is it too close to Thanksgiving? You're going to see everybody and there's a celebration anyways? So, How does it work? We're going to have a little dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, my entire family is going to be together. So my daughter obviously is is away at school. My son lives up in Oregon, but everybody is actually going to awesome. be here together today. I'm actually picking him up from the airport right after the show ends. So uh, yeah, we're going to have a little little five party of five Rogers dinner tonight. That's great. Great. Is it the go-to spot that you no. guys go to? <laughs> it's funny you asked that. A couple of people... I went on Friday night. By the way, I did something. I... The waiter gave me a hug. It was an interesting situation. That that we, we've entered a level of familiarity that I'm a little uncomfortable with. Okay. I really like this guy. He's a fantastic waiter. Love yep. the restaurant. Yep. But you know now I, I I don't want to be in the hug the waiter portion of my life. I don't yeah. like that. But uh, so we did that on Friday. We're going to a so, different place tonight. Just real quick, is he? Uh, he did have my drink ready though, which is pretty yeah. great. Smaller guy. Uh, uh, well, okay, <laughs> that's okay. This is I'm, I'm kind of curious you got here. The, you, you've kind of got like a good radar thing going on today he's a very small guy okay like even he's maybe five five yep. Yep. he's a he's a smaller man did he come in like center or did he come in, no, on, he the came side? in on the side thank yeah. god because yeah. i would have been like you know, yeah that's why i was kind of getting reggie at. white if tackling a punter at in, that point if he just comes in two hands under both of your armpits <laughs> and just says hey we got your table ready for you no. that's a weird that's <laughs> a weird dynamic up because i went on friday night i went a little bit later than i typically mm-hmm. do we're usually kind of a, on the Sliwa clock on a Friday. We, yes. This was more of a traditional show yep. up at 7, 7.30 kind of thing. And place was packed, and there were no tables. But no tables. He That's created gotta, one. So you got to get in around 3.15. <laughs> he created one out of nothing. Like, really? He pulled a, bo- a table from another place and created a little corner. It was, it was quite nice. He's he's wonderful. Henri is my guy. He's just going to couples, and he's just giving them their check while they're still eating. <laughs> Clear, you guys you all set? <laughs> yeah. It was pretty great. I It was, it was a good night, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody tonight. So thank you for the kind birthday. I knew, I knew, I knew Chris was going to do something. I almost sent him a text last night and said, you know what? I don't want to do it. But then I, I know Chris likes to celebrate. So yeah. I didn't yeah. want to deprive him of the opportunity. So a chance, so a chance by, by 5 or 6 p.m., 
You just hammered tonight? No, not a zero percent chance of that happening. I'm gonna have a drink. I'll have a wine. I, I don't see that happening at all. But <laughs> yeah. just be, okay, dad's dad's hammered again. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, get him out of the booth. Yeah, get, we gotta we gotta we gotta go. This you is just this like, is you know how kids lay in a booth like when they're at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just like, yeah, well, I ho- hopefully I get to the point where I get to your curl. Your body's curling around I, the booth. I can tell everyone else what their problems are. You know what your problem is, don't you? Let me let me tell you what's wrong with you. Let me explain to you why your life is. Dad, you're talking out. to a stranger. <laughs> you're literally talking yeah, to a stranger. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it uh, it is my birthday, so there All you right. go. There you All go. right, there we How go. How about you? How was your weekend? Oh, uh, weekend's good. You know, just got a. I didn't do anything on Saturday. Like I don't know how to describe. You know this because you'll get through the grind of certain part of the season. I know we're just kind of starting the Lakers season, but <laughs> there's there's 94 games a week. And then on top, we're doing our stuff and There's everything the else. There's the first five that are kind of fun because you're getting started. There's yeah. the last five because you're getting close to the playoffs. And then you've got 72 in no, the middle no. that you got to hammer through. No, here's the problem. The problem is I actually enjoy every game. That's the problem. The problem is I genuinely I enjoy doing each one of these games. But with that in mind, Saturday, Jeff, I basically woke up and I'm like, yeah, maybe I should just go to sleep again. I literally got nothing done. <laughs> Rookie's like, bro, let's. it's a nice day outside. Let's go see the sun. I'm like, you want to go outside? You go, go outside. Go ahead. I'll crack the door open for you. Get out for as long as come you need to. Come back whenever you want. <laughs> Scratch some Starbucks. Door. Uh, and then we uh, got a chance to watch two Laker games on Friday and Sunday. Yeah. What the it, hell happened yesterday? Uh, What's going on well, yesterday? Well, there's a lot going on. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. And you, as always, can participate on the show, 877-710-3776. On the Dr. Pepper call-in line, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back. So are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. You told me the Celtics were going to win on Saturday, or Friday night. So that's why I texted you. I didn't get a chance to see the Celtics game. I watched the highlights. I read a little bit about it. But that appeared to be pretty ugly. And then it looked like yesterday was going to kind of follow suit. They had another disastrous third quarter where they just the game went from pretty competitive to – the Pistons in, conchar- in charge of it. Then there was a fight, and the Lakers got hot, and the Lakers got a little bit of a spark in the fourth quarter and managed to salvage a win against the Pistons because, Slee, had they lost that game, and they very nearly did, what are we talking about right now? So explain this to me. Why my favorite sport, which is the NBA, I can't predict anything when it comes to the Lakers right now. Like, literally, I can't predict anything. Maybe I'm giving them too benefit, too much. Like we said I on, think you are, by the way. On Friday, Friday night, I was like, they're going to beat the Celtics. They're not going to lose to Boston, who's who's missing Jalen Brown. Blowed out. LeBron James is coming back. You know, he eventually comes back. Um, it's the history with the Celtics. They're not losing this game. And, oh, by the way, they need to win some games. So it's not like uh, this is just based on that game individually. You're on a five-game road trip. They need to win. Next thing you know... Um, they give up 60 points in the first half. They give up 70 points in the second half. Do you hear what I just said? Give up 70 points in the second <laughs> half. Dennis Schroeder looks like Isaiah Thomas out there. He did. Tatum looks like a combination of Kobe and Jordan and everybody else. The Lakers had had no no you know obviously had no way of stopping him. So incredibly disappointing game on Friday. Lakers then fall a game below 500. I told you if there's ever a day that you want to get blown out. Do it on a Friday night. It does kind of fly under the radar. It gets buried. It does. It it literally gets buried. Okay, so then we come into yesterday's game. So yesterday against the Detroit Pistons, 
Um, let, let's start. Let's start with the LeBron portion of this. What a weird game. I mean, I, the dude from the Pistons, Isaiah Stewart. You know, look. He was upset. I, I, I don't. I don't want to. I think LeBron has a good enough reputation to think that okay, well, LeBron's not trying to hurt somebody. LeBron is. Um, he doesn't have a history. In the league. He's only been thrown out of a game twice. Yesterday and one other time where he was complaining with a referee. I think yep. back in 2017. Yep. So it's not like this guy has this. Okay, hey, he's a dirty player. Um, he has a reputation for doing certain things. It was a very careless play by LeBron James. You have your fist closed. You could be battling down at the free throw line with you know a dude that you might seem is a little too aggressive or whatever the case is. But the way he swings his arm back, now you all of a sudden put yourself, maybe you hit him in the shoulder. Maybe you don't even hit him. It's a very, very careless play by LeBron. He hits, obviously, Isaiah Stewart directly on the upper right Splits side of the eye. It looks like, uh, looks like a, a boxing match. Yeah. I mean, literally the way he's bleeding. And the way Isaiah Stewart reacted, it was so weird. You know, I don't. Did you watch it live or did you see the highlights? Highlights. Okay, watching it live was so weird. Trav, I, I don't know how to explain this. You're, you know when you're in one of those moments and you hear John and Michael describing it as it's going on. Mm-hmm. You're also watching on Spectrum. On Spectrum, there's a little bit of a delay, right? There's mm-hmm. like a 15-second delay. So whatever I hear John and Michael saying, the TV doesn't represent it for X amount of seconds later. Dude was relentless to go after LeBron. Yeah, there, there's a couple of things. DeAndre here. just kind of like a, a, a yeah. wall. Um, You're not getting. You might get through them. You're not getting through me. <laughs> he kind of had that deal. He's like an offensive and, lineman. And, and all the Pistons guys too. You know, everybody yeah. was trying to stop. Obviously, Look, Isaiah Stewart. I, we'll get to the Isaiah Stewart portion in a minute because he went nuts and he's going to serve a very long suspension for doing what five he did. games what do you think I, I think that sounds about right yep. I, I think that he's going to miss some time because you you can't do that and you really can't do that in Detroit which we'll talk about uh in a little bit and you really can't do that when pretty much everyone else was kind of you know it's like calm yeah everybody everybody else was pretty much okay yeah. and he kept trying to make it worse very creative by the way it, I've never seen anything like it where he the double back like, was pretty good well the, look okay first of all let's let's the whole I'm all good. This everything part right here, there it is. I'm all good right now. I'm all good. Everything is cool. And then the boom, he's right U-turn. back at it again. And then the one where he goes into the locker room. Now, if I'm on the court, I'm like, where's he coming? Where? I thought he was going to come out the other 100%. end of the building. I thought, I thought for he was going to sure come. He was coming out the other end. I thought he was going to go into the wrong area and actually end up in section 208, and then like <laughs> kind of come out a little. And now he has to go down the stands a little bit. He yeah. like got confused. He got confused of where to go. Okay, so we'll come back to Isaiah Stewart in a second. I want to stick with LeBron. I think your interpretation of this is about as generous as possible. That I, I agree with you. LeBron is not a dirty player. I agree. He does. He has no history of stuff like this at all. This is not. Oh, there he goes again. It's, sure, n- it's sure, not that sure. at all. Yep. It's not that at all. That was a dirty play. You, you you don't swing a closed fist at that level. LeBron knows how big he is. LeBron knows how big Isaiah Stewart is. He's standing right next to him. He knows where that fist is traveling. That wasn't. I'm going to catch him in the ribs or the shoulder. He knows exactly. Do so you the think level. he's trying to hit him there? I think he's trying to hit him. Or at very least, trying to clip him with something that, that there's no that's not a basketball move. You know, we talk about it all the time that yeah. that closed fist, you know, spin around and with a it's just it's just Which is not, why he got kicked out of the game. Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't think LeBron's a dirty player. I don't think that he's that guy. It's none of those things. But good guys that play the game the right way that do not have a history of doing dirty things, 
can have a moment where they do something really crap, crappy, and and that was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love LeBron's my guy. I've sat in this chair for years since I, even before he came to the Lakers. I love LeBron James. I am a huge LeBron James fan. He's one of my favorites of all time. Still assess a play and criticize him. It, sure, it I was, get it. It was it was a really bad look. I think he's going to miss some time. How much? I don't. know. Maybe it's one. Maybe it's two. I mean, it, so you think they're going to suspend I him? I do. I don't. I don't think you can look. If he would have thrown an elbow into his ribs. It's different. If, if for whatever reason Isaiah uh, Stewart is stumbling and drops down to a certain level, and an elbow catches him on the eye and splits him open, it's bloody. It's kind of inadvertent. You you especially that overhead camera from behind the basket. That's a bad look for LeBron. I would love to say that it's one of those things that hey look it's basketball guys are fighting for position. It was a bad look. It looked like he punched him in the head. Um, I, I you know what I I think we're literally looking at things completely differently I, I i think part of it has to do with the lbj if isaiah part of it. stewart hit lebron james like that you're thinking it's an accident you're making it sound like it was intentional i don't think it was intentional i think there was frustration. i really don't think it was intentional i think there were probably a closed something fist you don't when do you boxing swing a closed out fist yeah. you think he's uh, intending above, above to hit him above the shoulder i, I, I don't when think was the last time you saw somebody swing a fist up here like that to box out around the eye well, level? isaiah no. stewart is also not standing straight up he's I, obviously I down crunched down as I, well i get it but there well this will be interesting because what the what the nba ends up doing with lebron lakers play they got two more games left on this road trip mm-hmm um, you don't sound like you'd be surprised if he's missing the game against the Knicks I, tomorrow. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even be surprised if he didn't play until they come home against I was the, the say, Kings. And then I, that's why I bring up those two games because they got Knicks tomorrow, then Pacers coming up on uh, on Wednesday, so day before Thanksgiving. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, I, I mentioned this a little bit earlier to you that when you look at um, you look at that play with Jokic a couple days or uh, yeah. two weeks ago, whatever that was, with Markeith Morris. If you're gonna tell me that that's the equivalent. You're going to say the way Jokic reacted to Markeith Morris. Now, don't forget, Markeith was also thrown out of that game because sure. he took a quick little cheap shot. Now, the reaction from Jokic took it to a com- completely different level. Um, Jokic was suspended for one game for that act. Mm-hmm. Then you're basically saying that what Jokic did and what LeBron did should be in the same territory. Well, no, I'm not. It's not even close to what I'm saying. I, I don't think well, one Well, you get suspended in, for a game. I, I understand that, but I don't think that what happened two weeks ago to one player has anything to do with what we, the, you, These things are looked at individually in the moment. I, I understand the, the argument that you're making that if this is worth one, how is this worth one, right? I, I, I get that. That's not how it works. Sometimes these suspensions are totally out of whack. What looks... More benign than another act, sometimes gets a little more. They don't connect. They're not quite as linear as all that. Yeah, it'll be interesting. We're we're waiting on on. By the way, I don't know if they, you know, every time I get a tweet notification, I'm like, oh, okay, it's got to be Woj, it's got to be Sean, it's got to be one of these guys. But kinda, let me put it this way: if yeah. if he didn't get suspended, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. But I think it's probably coming. I I, I think had he been, I, I'll just flip it. Mm-hmm. Had Isaiah Stewart done that to LeBron James? He would have been gone for a while. How much do you think it's because of Isaiah Stewart's reaction as well? Like, let's just say, it's a good I, question. Let, let's say Isaiah Stewart right away. LeBron's like, "Hey, you know, put his hand out." Like it was because yeah, my bad. Well, I did not. After he hit him, he kind of did go to him like, "Hey, I think I maybe it was one of those." I caught him a little harder than I thought I was, mm-hmm. or I know I caught him in a place where maybe that's not where I wanted that to land. But if you swing your fist above so the, your shoulder, you're getting suspended. The reason why I bring it up is because if Isaiah Stewart doesn't react the way that he did, 
And if that play obviously doesn't kind of take place the way it did, I wonder if um, it's just like if Isaiah Stewart just goes back and he's like, all right, I need a towel, all this. I yeah. got to go get stitched up. Yeah. It obviously doesn't become what it was yesterday. Right. Maybe that does add to this to where the NBA says, all right, LBJ is out for a game because look what happened after. All right, so what do you think happens, Laker fans? Is he going to be there for the Knicks? Is he going to be there for the Pacers? Is he going to be there for all of them? Is it fine? Is it just keep it moving? Nothing happens? How long is Isaiah Stewart gone as well? All of that. 877-710-3776. USC football has a major, major problem now. It's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Let's be perfectly clear about something. Trav walked in literally to the studio. <laughs> hey, everybody, just want everybody to know, it's my freaking birthday. Right. Line right. up at the door. Everybody give me a hug before we I, come in the studio. I told no one. Somehow Bergman knew, too. Like, he hit me with it this morning. Janice yeah. knew this morning. Everybody she knows. mentioned it as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't you know. You can't send out an email with the title "My Birthday's Tomorrow." <laughs> Boy, how about that? that and would not be something expect else. people yeah. to no, know. I'm not that guy. Like, I'm happy to receive birthday wishes. It's very nice. Like when Janice wished me happy birthday this morning, it felt good. It feels nice. Yeah. Got a nice text from my my mother this morning saying, "I will catch you at Thanksgiving. Don't worry about it." <laughs> so it's it's all good. It's all good. Um, I, you acted so cool when I was going through all the uh, on this day stuff today. You're like, "Oh, okay, that's." Just a random day. You didn't yeah, he even, does that on purpose. I, I had to be no, told by Alan later. Do, listen, yep. Emily, he does this on purpose. Don't do fall what? into this trap. He tries to pretend like nobody knows. Actually, I had some help from Twitter. A couple of people on Twitter give a little shout out. Yeah, we no, that it happens together. every year. It happens. And Chris together. and I go way back. He knows. He knows, and he pays attention. Chris is when's uh, Chris's birthday? A birthday guy. I have no idea. I, I know it was a couple months ago. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, That's awesome. I'm the same one. I'm listen, not the birthday let, guy. Let Chris is the birthday person. I have a friend who, like, I I pray to the Lord above that he does not text me or call me on my birthday. Because every time he does, I find myself now feeling guilty that I don't know his birthday or I don't know it on a consistent basis. He takes it very, very personal when I don't say happy birthday to him. Uh And then when he calls me for a birthday, I'm like, gosh, dang it. Like, I want him to fail on telling me happy birthday. Birthday people are good at it. They remember yours and they're going to let you know about theirs. That's Chris. I'm just going to go. Chris has like birthday weeks and months. I'll go July 27th for Chris. No, it's later than that. that. It's late summer, early fall. I couldn't put my finger, I think. For all I know, it's in February. I I really, I want want to say it was reasonably recently, like at least in the last six months or so. I think that's probably it. All right, so we're talking about the Laker game last night. We're talking about the little dust up. LeBron catches Isaiah Stewart with... A fist. There's no other way to to, to yeah. describe it. I mean, it, it was a closed hand that he swung backwards and caught him just above uh, the right eye. It split the skin. It was very, very bloody. And Isaiah Stewart was 
angry. Yeah. Very, very angry and would not be talked off the ledge. Um, it was not funny, but a little bit funny that the PA guy in, in, in Detroit's like, stay off the court. Everybody stay off the court. Fans do not come down off the court, which I don't know if you do that in any other arena to tell people, you hey, by the way, coming down to fight the NBA players is a pretty bad idea. We've seen that here before. Don't do it again. No, by the way, you know, when you say that, you're right. Like, it's awkward to hear a PA it announcer is. saying it, but it's the right thing to do. Probably. Especially in Detroit. Probably. And I think... Listen, we were just talking about 17 years ago was uh, Friday was the 17-year anniversary of the Palace, the yeah. Palace in the Palace, right? And you had just watched the documentary recently. I watched it a little bit earlier. Um, bro, it's one of the worst – the worst thing that can happen is situate – like the one, the, the Mouse in the Palace. I'm not, I'm not making any comparisons. But it's, it's what happens on the floor that could ignite somebody in the crowd to say, oh, my gosh, you know what? I'm, this is BS. I'm going to do. And th- they don't get to do that to my guy. That's why the PA yeah. announcer is like, everybody just chill the heck out and let's get this guy off the court. They eventually did. So LeBron may or may not get suspended. I mean, they play tomorrow night. So I'd imagine the NBA has to turn this around pretty quickly because yeah. I asked you this this morning. I didn't know. This isn't like baseball where they come out and say, okay, you're suspended for three games. You say, I'd like to appeal. And then you don't end up serving the three games for yeah. another three weeks. That when it comes down, you from serve what the I suspension. understand, you'll serve the suspension right away. And that was actually John and Michael were talking about that in the broadcast. And you know, listen, it would be nice for the league if they are going to give him a game, give him the game in Indiana, let him play at the Masters. Well, Square right now. this is kidding. what I'm, I'm saying. Yeah. Look, I, I'm a believer in some conspiracy theories, not all of them, but I do think that these leagues are businesses first and foremost. Yeah. And LeBron James and Madison Square Gardens important. LeBron James in Indiana is less important. So maybe they, you know, take some time or wait and you know, offices are closed on the Mondays before Thanksgiving. We need a little time to That's tradition. It's tradition at <laughs> this office. We never we never open. Yeah, so we'll see. Let's try some of these phone calls and see what uh, is going on out there. 877-710-ESPN. Let's start in Pasadena with Ron. Ron, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. You got it, bud. Um I think everyone's missing. All the analysts are missing the point here. Isaiah Stewart had his forearm in LeBron's ribs, and when LeBron was swinging, he was aiming not for his face but for his arm or Stewart's arm. James didn't intentionally try to hit him in the face, but the ejection is warranted because it landed in the face. That, that's the problem. It's you can have a let, let's say LeBron's thinking in his head. You know what? I'm going to hit this dude right in the chest. Mm-hmm. I'm going to nail this guy in the chest. Well, you didn't nail him in the chest. You hit him in the upper eye, and it broke open. And then Isaiah Stewart's reaction right there. So it's tough to try to. I mean, listen. If NBA is, if LeBron is sitting there with the league office today, trying to you know plea his case. I don't know how much that matters. I don't think it matters much at all. I, what matters is he's LeBron James, and he doesn't have a he reputation. Doesn't have a history. He doesn't have yep. a reputation to doing stuff like this. This is not a guy who's constantly got his elbows up, sure. swinging elbows, sure. swinging clothes. He this is extremely out of character, extremely out of character. So I think what will work in his benefit is if the explanation is, "Hey, listen, I wasn't trying to catch him in the head. I was trying to." C- clear his arm off of my ribs mm-hmm. okay fine i get it but look season's not going well he's had trouble staying on the court there's a lot of stuff that could lead to some frustration to make you do something that's out of character because this is out of character lebron james isn't a dirty player lebron james isn't a bad guy lebron james is not a guy that's going around trying to split people's eye but he did you know what i mean he, he, he did it's just a, it's just a fact of the matter and maybe his reputation will 
minimize the punishment. Maybe it'll, he'll avoid a suspension altogether. But I think if just about everybody not named LeBron or Steph Curry did something like that, mm. we wouldn't even be having this discussion. Okay, so the actual game, something happens after that moment yesterday. Do you know how much Lakers were down at one point against the Detroit Pistons yesterday? Lakers were down 16? by 17, 17 points at yeah. one point. Okay, uh, Jeremy Grant had a... A moment of he hit four three-pointers in a row mm-hmm. to end the first half. Literally hit four three-pointers in a row. Four yeah. straight Maybe possessions. Maybe get a hand up. Hit four three-pointers in a row. D that guy, deny oh, the ball. No, no, no adjustments here. <laughs> we're going to make, make no adjustments Maybe we don't let this. Jeremy Grant get the ball the third time in a row, the fourth time in a row. Maybe, Just throwing that out there. Maybe a dribble in and he takes an 18-footer. <laughs> I I'm not a genius. I'm just saying that there there are other options. See if he can make five. <laughs> we'll give him one more. He no way he makes five. <laughs> I love that. Uh, that's good because I could see the that only reason he didn't is because time ran out and they went to the locker room. Yeah, because Lakers had the ball the last possession. That's the only reason why. So the, at one point they're down seventeen. Listen, Trav, I I, I don't have the answer for you. I, I don't know if I was saying in the post game show, maybe that moment where for the first time it seemed like this year the Lakers actually fought. You know what I mean? Like LeBron gets kicked out of the game. Now all of a sudden you're in the fourth quarter and Lakers only give up 17 points in the fourth. They outscored yeah. Detroit by 20, 20, 37 to 17. And the Lakers actually show some fight. Russ is relentless at getting to the basket. Anthony Davis, whether it's the 30-plus points he had or the five blocks or the four steals. Stat lines, bananas. They're, they're relentless of finding a way to win that game. I want to play something for uh, from Coach and then we could uh, we can talk about this when we come back as well. But take a quick listen here to Coach. Coach talks about what he thought that game could mean for the rest of the season. To me, it's one of those things that can change the momentum of your season. You know, to see guys rally around uh, a teammate that, that just got ejected like that. You know, in a in a strange circumstance, played with incredible guts. Started the fourth quarter down 15. You know, that's a term- That's the determination that this this team is going to need. I hope so. I hope that what he said is right. I hope that what he said does light that uh, fire or is that spark to get them going for the, the remainder of the season. There's also another side of that, which we'll get to next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, one asks Lee this week because you're ditching me on Wednesday. I'll be here on Wednesday. DeMarco Farr is going to yeah. be sitting in your chair on Wednesday. So we're going to do a Ask DeMarco, which yep. is which is fun. But only one asks Lee all week? That's a bad deal. That's my apologies. You don't my seem apologies. that sad. No, here's the thing. You know, I, I, now I, I, I kind of look at me just kind of leaving you leaving the whole team on an island. Yeah, Emily's working. I'm working. Yep. Zach, are you here on Wednesday? No, Zach's no. not here. Okay. No, Zach's not here. Yeah. Zach Taylor, and I will Somebody's going to be here. Taylor will be Taylor, here. Taylor, not Funches. Okay, but here's the thing. You know what's you know what you're not going to do on Wednesday? Mm. You're not going to have to do pre-half and post of the Lakers Pacers game. <laughs> well, do you feel true. a little bit better? No, not yet. That at <laughs> 9 o'clock, I'll still be Well, on that's air. a that's a YP. 
That's a that's a you problem. That's not a TP, a Travis problem. So that I thought we're in this together, but you're just gonna take a couple extra days. Are you even gonna come back the following week? You're just gonna roll it all the way through the holidays until the end of the year. Well, as you know, uh, Friday Lakers have another game. Oh, this time we'll be at Staples. Oh Center. yeah, the Kings play Sacramento. There you go. And then oh by the way, on Sunday they have a game as well against the Detroit Pistons. So Ooh. you're gonna see a lot of. Uh, you're going to be home, hanging out, relaxing, eating probably 19 different <laughs> helpings of uh, Thanksgiving leftovers. It. Yes. And uh, I'll be at Staples. All right. So your only chance to get an Astley is coming up in about uh, 10 minutes or so. So make sure that you send it in right now. Uh, let's play Frank Vogel again on what he said yep. that the little dust up yesterday in Detroit could do for the team. To me, it's one of those things that can change the momentum of your season, you know, to see guys rally around uh, a teammate that, that just got ejected like that, you know, in a, in a strange circumstance, played with incredible guts, started the fourth quarter down 15. You know, that's, a term, that's the determination that this, this team is going to need. Okay, a couple things come from that, Trev. Is it wrong to be a little concerned by hearing that? And I'll tell you what I'm referring to here. So I was saying in the post-game show yesterday, I'm like, you know what, maybe maybe this does rally the troops a little bit. Maybe the Lakers needed a moment like that to kind of wake them up. Maybe it brings them closer together. They started out the road trip 0-2. They were all but about to lose against the Detroit Pistons to be 0-3 to start this five-game road trip. Yep. Maybe they needed one of those moments where we can look back and say, remember that game against the Pistons when Isaiah Stewart uh, lost it, and the rest of the team kind of rallied behind LeBron. AD talked about it. Russ talked about it. And Lakers came back, and they outscored the Pistons by 20, and they won that game. Mm-hmm. I went on to basically say, look, if the Lakers are 11-9 and by the time they come back to Staples Center on Friday, then I think there might be something to that. That 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 moment rallied the troops. Now, if they go lose to the Knicks tomorrow, then it really doesn't mean anything. But to hear Coach say that and to kind of you know look at it from a perspective of like, Damn, you you need a game against the Pistons, who were four and eleven coming into this game, where you were down double digits, to be one of those moments that kind of shakes up the team. That worries me a little bit. Yeah, look, I I'm not going game to game. Well, they beat the Pistons, so they're on the right track. Oh, they lose to the Knicks, so they're right back to where they are. They beat the Celtics, so they know they got blown out. But I'm not riding the wave with these guys. What does it look like? I don't care what their record is right now. What does it look like? I do care that you were down another double-digit deficit to a very bad team in Detroit. The beginning of that cut for Frank Will was we were down 15 going into the fourth quarter. That's the takeout to me. Had this been just a one-off where they had a bad night, this is what they do. They fall behind to bad teams frequently. This is their MO. They're an average team. Right? They're not playing well mm-hmm. it's not a, oh we got a spark okay yeah maybe maybe you did have a spark where you know your guy got into a situation and there was a fight and there were all these things and maybe it made you you know stand up a little straighter for a quarter of basketball okay maybe i don't really care what does it look like and what it looks like through nearly a quarter of the season keep that in mind we're closing in on the quarter point of the season it's Two getting more to games point. left you're yeah. 25 percent in you, this season you're getting to the point where you're no longer well it's early not only is it not early anymore, we are also haven't seen LeBron very much through the first quarter, so you're almost starting from scratch, right, as far as how LeBron's going to integrate with his team. I would have thought that the wake-up call or the, you know, the spark or however Frank Vogel wants to describe it would have come after the first loss to Oklahoma City or the second loss to Oklahoma City or getting blown out by Chicago or getting blown out by Boston or any of the other moments through the early part of the season and say, you know what, we got to get our stuff together. We got to start playing better basketball. I hope this is it, but I mean, like we've talked a million times. Every time you think that, okay, they, all right, here, here it comes. 
Nope, they go out the next time and fall flat on their face. Well, that's why I mentioned it because I think this could be coach kind of desperately looking for that rally cry, right? And and I listen, you know, you say that, well, you're not paying attention to the game against the Pistons. You're not paying attention. All of a sudden, if they beat New York, things turned around. How do they look? I get look? all that. I completely understand that. But I think at the same time, there was a sense of urgency in that fourth quarter. There was a, we're not going to lose this game. There was a lot of things that you have sat back watching 18 games so far this season saying, well, where the hell is that in all these games? Mm -hmm. Where is that sense of urgency from Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook in a game against Oklahoma City? Where is it against a game against the Rockets or Cleveland? Just go down the list. Some of the teams that they've already played, you don't need to have that moment in that situation against the Pistons because LeBron just got kicked out and could get ejected. That's the part that I'm, you know, I, I kind of sit back and say, Why Damn, do you need that's... a wake up call? What did you say the Pistons are? Four and eight, something like that? Or what was it? Oh, uh, they're four and 12 now. Four, four and 12? Yeah. Okay. Why do you need a wake up call against a four and 12 team? Why are you down 17 points to a team that I guess at the time is four and 11? What, what, why did you need your alarm clock to go off against these guys? Because it hasn't happened all season. I, this is and not that, that's a the point. Let's start putting some things together. Let's put together a couple of games. Let's put together a couple of weeks. Let's put together some basketball that looks pretty good because three quarters of that game were not good. They had one excellent quarter at the end where, you know, they got a little of an adrenaline boost, but my goodness. Can I, can I tell you, we're going to get our, our question answered very simply tomorrow and Wednesday, whether LeBron's playing or not. You walk into New York – and you play good basketball, and you win the game by seven, eight points, something along those lines. Knicks are, you know, they're a okay. they're a playoff team yeah. in the East. You do the same against the Pacers off a of back to back. Then you and I could probably sit here and say maybe that woke them up a little bit. Maybe it's what they needed, whether we justify it or not. But if it doesn't happen, I, I'm actually if they come back ten and ten at Staples Center as they split these last two, I think that they're that's more likely than going and winning these next two games. Yeah, I, we'll see. I, I am a day-to-day, week-to-week. I, I have no predictions. I have no nothing with this group. They just they have not been – they haven't even been consistently bad. They've been good, bad, not very good, not very – just kind of all over no, they, the map they've all been, season long. they've been average to below average. Just That's about, the best way to describe just it. Just about. All right, the one and only chance to get in on Ask Slee during Thanksgiving week. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Don't forget, you can send your Ask Slees to me, at Travis Rogers. You can send them to Alan as well, at Alan Sliwa. And the phone is always an option as well, 877-710-3776. You ready, Al? Sure. All right. It didn't sound very enthusiastic, but we're going to do it anyway. This is a good one. I like how this is starting. This is from Jacob in the OC. And Jacob writes, <laughs> if a cyclops were to close its eye, okay. is it winking or blinking? <laughs> Hashtag ask sleep. Think blinking. Yeah. yeah I think but what if he's trying to give you that little. No. <laughs> what if it's that sort of deal? Like, I don't uh, think... you, you get it, right? Do you ever try to do that where it's like, you know, you try to wink? Somebody's like, did this dude close both of his eyes? Did he fall asleep? I can only, what is he doing? I can only wink with my right eye. I can't do it with my left. <laughs> the left, I have to really, like, really concentrate and get my cheek to go left, up. It's left impossible. is solid. Right is. Right, I look like I have issues. <laughs> You're having a stroke. Yeah. Like, what? Is, what Al, are you okay? What's count, Al doing? Count oh, backwards no, he's just trying 10. to wink. Yeah, right. Uh, let's see here. Um, here it is. Jason Levine says, what's on the menu for Thanksgiving? Hashtag ask. Slee, are you beholden to tradition and big turkey, or will you boldly forge a menu based around a different protein? Um, okay, so this is what happens in the at least in our Middle Eastern household. Okay. Okay, so probably be... Be a lot of people, you know, as always. Um, 
So it's going to be just a ton of Middle Eastern food. Okay. It's so like, it's not the traditional uh, turkey mashed potato all. stuffing. Okay. Not at all. Hit me. I'm in. I'm, you have my full attention. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll explain. So a turkey does make the cut. Okay. Hey, what do you know that we we have evolved to a turkey making the cut? Okay, mashed potatoes is like a full negotiation with <laughs> nine ants. Like guys, just okay, and don't just bring mashed potatoes. You got to bring gravy too. That took sure. three years for them to evolve to that point. So, well, you've got a turkey and potatoes. The gravy's kind of sitting right there. It's a little little roux, little just you know the drippings from the pan. We got gravy. So the only thing that I, I'll, I'll really say is the turkey, the mashed potatoes, and the gravy. After that. We might as well be in the middle of the Middle East. Get get to specific. I'm very intrigued by this. I'm, I, be, I have a feeling I'm going to like most of this. Okay, a lot of it is a lot of rices. Sure. A lot of um one of the one of the main dishes is like a curry stew. Okay. So it's got what, big the, chunks the, uh, of potatoes. Okay. Big chunks of beef. Sure. That are in there as well, and then onions and garlic and everything else. And you just put it on some rice. Just <laughs> well, throw that stew. It's on almost the like rice. Middle Eastern gumbo. It, no, it's it's. It delicious. Sounds pretty good. It's delicious. You got to use different plates because yeah, there's some plates. It's too much. Uh, there's other things that a lot of it is rice and meat based. So a okay. lot of it rice and meat. Dolma, which I'm sure you've heard of. Dolma, you know what that is, I right? Don't. That's the grape leaves. Oh, those are good. Yeah. And I didn't inside know that's there's the yeah, rice those, and the meat and everything that's else. That's very good. And everything. You know what I bring? There's if there's one thing that I bring to the Schlitz. table. <laughs> if there's one thing that I bring to the Brought table. Brought the Schlitz. Because they bring dessert, nobody brings pie. Oh, okay. So I go, there's a place. Don't say pumpkin. Don't say pumpkin. There's a place in, uh, there's a small little market called Harvest Ranch in El Cajon, right? And they bring these julian pies. They get them shipped. The apples? These julian pies are coming. I grab two or three, whichever kind, bring them in and- Go to town. I'll wait for my uh, my invitation. And to you know the what Sluga else household. is on the freaking Lions game? Just ruins Lions, every Bears, Thanksgiving. All, the, by the way, all three games this uh, Thanksgiving: Lions, Bears, uh, Raiders, and Cowboys. Raiders are just yeah. awful right now. Cow yeah. No C.D. Lamb, no Amari Cooper, yep. and then the Saints. And who do the Saints play? Uh, the Bills, who are just going the wrong way all doing? of a sudden. Yeah, not not I'll great. Just have football. NBA TV on. <laughs> all right, this is for. Ooh, I like this new name. Crypto Ray writes. Bar soap or body wash? Hashtag ask soap. Bar soap. Yes. Yeah, I'll go bar soap. Yeah. Body wash yeah. always Janice, a little greasy. Don't put your hands all over your yeah, she, Janice is like forehead right now. Washing yourself with a Brillo pad yeah. and some. By the way, how much of Ajax. the, the, the <laughs> how much of the body soap is just wasted trying to do? It? Just give me a bar of soap. Yes. Do my work. Yeah. Call it a head day. to toe. Right. Well, you don't even you don't have hair. I wash my hair with the bar soap. Do you really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Because I'm like, no, no, I need shampoo. No. I need shampoo. <laughs> For what? I don't know. I think it just makes me feel better. <laughs> just feel a little cleaner along the way. John writes, when someone clearly knows you and they're talking to you like you should know them, do you A, roll with it and pretend you remember them, B, or blunt and say, I'm sorry, who are you? Or three, say, you got the wrong guy and just walk away. <laughs> I'll try to, you know have the conversation keep going to see if I could figure this Context thing out. Context clues? Got to figure out this. You know, got to figure out. But that doesn't happen often. I mean, if, if you know somebody, you know somebody. And if you don't, you know, if it's But what a, if you kind of like, I know, I've, I know person, I've met this guy, yeah. but I don't really remember how I connected with him or like who his wife is or why is he telling me stories about this? Doesn't make any sense to me. Do you not just say at some point, I'm sorry, you have to refresh my memory. How no, do we know each other I again? I don't think I do. No, you just let I it go? I think in a text message, you can do that. You can say, hey, sorry. Uh, who's this? It asserts I think, dominance. I think face to face. <laughs> Who are you? I'm going to figure this thing out, and <laughs> we're going to finish our conversation. I'm going to still try to put the pieces together. Darb, 
ask Slee if he's familiar with AARP and the benefits it can provide the elderly. <laughs> I have a feeling that's directed at me. Incredibly familiar with it, and <laughs> I think they offer they offer a lot. And uh, do you have your AARP card? Up? Not yet. Not yet. I'm, I'm sure it's going to show up any minute now. I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting. Francis writes, what's You're more 27. annoying? 27. 20, 28. 28. Let's not get crazy. Uh, Christmas music the day after Halloween or parody Twitter accounts being retweeted into your timeline? Uh, Christmas music. Really? Yeah. It's two months. You can suck it up for two months. But, but it's not holidays yet. I, I understand. I, I'm with you on that. We both agree day after Thanksgiving is the day you lean into Christmas fully, right? That's that's the day. That's I, the I'm day. with you. We're all Those in. Those bogus Twitter feeds, Al, because now I'm looking at that. Is that real? Is that not real? Do I need to, Now I need to research that. Is anybody else talking about that? Is that a real thing? To have to dig out from underneath all that BS I don't feel like that awful. happens. I don't feel like that annoys me more than somebody trying to throw Christmas music on October 24th. <laughs> that's that's a little early. Yeah, a little still, early. You just got to do the monster mash for another week at that point. Uh, Big E. Are you the type of person to show up to Thanksgiving dinner without anything and proclaim, but I did bring my appetite? <laughs> now I'm bringing the pies. That's got to bring some wine, right? You got to bring a wine, wine a bottle absolutely. of booze. Wine is a yeah. is a, is always a some, popular bottle of champagne, wine, you know, a six pack of beer, so, something to get if the festivities bring, going. If you bring wine and dessert, you've done your job. And oh, by the way, that took you eight minutes to do while everybody else was preparing something for 30 people. And they're the ones that really did all the work and get like just a couple thank yous here and there. I come in with a bottle of wine and a pie and everybody's like, <laughs> way to go, buddy. This guy. Look at him. Bring him every holiday. <laughs> Dave writes, hashtag Lee, on Thanksgiving, do you pretend to watch the kids to get out of doing the dishes? <laughs> it's a power. It's a good move. It's a good move. I have not been asked to do either. So far what on Thanksgiving? Wait, you have never done the dishes on Thanksgiving? No. How I'll is that possible? Because I'll tell you why. Because it's like thirty-five people. Yeah, they don't want me in there. They don't like they. Now I really want to come to your Thanksgiving. It's one of those things too, where it's like, okay, even if I did attempt to wash them, hundred percent, there's four or five people saying we'll just wash them right when he's done. Like there's no way that still doesn't smell like the Middle Eastern food that it was prior to him cleaning it. So, no, they have not asked me to do it. I am very jealous. Listen, if it's a if it's seven or eight people, that's a different story. Now when it's 30, 35 people, I'm not – they're looking at me like just have this get, guy get eat out some the way. food and go throw the line. you not have to go watch the, the nieces and nephews or at some point or a little rugrats? Like, I'll take them outside. We'll do a little football game while you guys get this cleaned up. you got to do something. Well, I'll play with them, but it's not – you know, again – I don't think they're looking at me for the responsibility portion. I don't portion know how things. you managed to carve out that lane for yourself, job. but I'm pretty jealous. You've done a good job. I'm pretty jealous. One more here. Let's do Dave. Are you more concerned that Russia and China are making missiles that can target a gnat from 10,000 miles away? Yeah, that's not good. Or the Lakers D? <laughs> Which one? I think you got to have your priorities. Once Lakers figure out their defense, then we could start worrying about what Russia and China are doing. Right now, it's more important for hey, it's right in our should backyard. DeAndre start, should he not start. I mean, we're talking about being at Staples Center 41 times this year before the playoffs. I'm, I'm more concerned about the Lakers' defense right now. All right, Ashley is brought to you by Harris Resort SoCal, voted best resort in Funner, California. From dining to unwinding, a trip to Funner, California is always a win. Are you game for a getaway? Start planning your trip by visiting HarrahsSoCal.com. All right. I mean, they gave up 68 points in the first half to uh, – 
the Pistons, 70 in the second half. They gave up 138 points in a 48-minute span. You want me to worry about Russia and China? That's about the same amount of points as USC gave up to UCLA. Oof. That's next. Travis and Salee, 710 ESPN.